I know, first one. First one. Excited. Well excited. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Cool. <coughs> <coughs> Welcome to Manifest Simplicity, where we discuss intentional living, minimalism, and searching for meaning in a world obsessed with more. I'm Mick. I'm Craig. And together we run a website called ManifestSimplicity.com. We post essays, short thoughts, recommendations, and our rules for living a more meaningful life. What have we got on the show today then, Mick? So on today's episode, we're looking at New Year's, new beginnings, nappy bags, electric roads, and habits to make you a better version of yourself. But first... Craig, what's something that made you extremely angry this week? Oh, Boxing Day. Boxing Day sales. Boxing Day sales in Boxing general. Day sales. Because Boxing Day is not something to be angry about. You get to eat your leftovers. Wow. I had a turkey sandwich. It was great. I mean, Boxing Day sales, I can, I can tolerate. Boxing Day sales. People, so people that queue at shopping centres at 3, 4 in the morning for a sale, you, you just spent the last month shopping. <laughs> yeah. Like, Have you not had enough? Yeah. Did you not buy all the things for Christmas? Just, just calm down. Just calm down. Just go away. Spend it with your family. Relax. Don't bother. Don't don't go bothering the people in the shopping centres. It's not it's not what we're about. Yeah, I think Boxing Day is interesting because um, it has slowly become less and less of a thing. Because I mean, we're in the UK, in near Manchester, in the UK, and we have even over here we've adopted Black Friday, oh, and Black Friday has started and Cyber Monday. Oh yeah, and Black Friday and Cyber Monday, and that that entire shopping weekend have kind of taken over, um, and Boxing Day is becoming less and less of a thing. Yes, but I I will agree with you on this one because Boxing Day sales are horrendous. Why, having spent the entire day giving each other wonderful presence and spending time with your family would you want to then go get up at more. three or four in order to go stand in the cold <laughs> to get 20% off something that yeah I don't know. get it I just don't understand the I'm need crazy. for it absolutely and crazy. on Christmas day this year we were we were watching the TV after chilling out playing with the dog and then every advert between in this one ad break was literally Boxing Day sales, start now online. Sales, start now online. Buy now online, in stores tomorrow. And I was just like, I don't, just leave me alone. Let me watch <laughs> Die Hard. Let me watch John McClane mess up some shit. And I'm fine. Yeah, I, I saw someone that said that Christmas doesn't start until Hans Gruber falls off the Nakatomi Plaza. That makes complete sense. But I think Christmas doesn't end until the new year. That, for some all, people. All, for of that, some people. all of that period is still Christmas. You're allowed to wear your Christmas jumper up until the new year. So I had someone in my apartment block get rid of their Christmas tree on the 27th. That is insane. They were efficient. I don't know when it went up, but it went down on the 27th. That's someone who hates Christmas. That person might be part Grinch. I don't think they hate Christmas. I just think they... They have green skin. Yeah. They're part Grinch. They probably are. Do you want to know something crazy that I found out the other day? Go on. We've been pronouncing Dr. Zeus's name wrong this entire time. Is it Seuss? It's Saus. Saus? How crazy is that? That's crazy. Where did you find that? I listened to... So one of my favourite podcasts is How Stuff Works. Okay. And they did one on Dr. Zeus. Dr. Zeus, I'm calling it. I don't don't know how to pronounce his name correctly. Um, But they're saying that basically we've been pronouncing his name wrong the entire time. Um, So for all you Grinch fans out there, don't throw out your tree until, you know, 
until ever. What's the, I'm pretty sure there's a limit, right? I, th- I think most people tend to say the the f- second of January. The second, surely it's got to be longer than that. No, I think some people leave it till the second because it's been up. Don't forget, it's been up since the start of December. Like you can leave it a month and then it's like right, cool, New Year, get it out, boom, New Year, New Me, New Year, New Me, New Year, New, new Tree. Oh, New Tree. Oh. <laughs> okay, what's something that's made you extremely happy this week? Um, bearing in mind this is coming out on what what date will it on New Year's Day? Are we releasing it on New Year's Day? I thought we were going to release it on the next Monday. No, it's bring it on, on New Year's Day. On the 7th. Alright, okay, cool. Um, we'll be ready, won't we, hopefully. Something that made me extremely happy this week. I don't know, this is a tough one. You've had Christmas, you've just had Christmas. You've just had Boxing Day. I have just had Christmas. Think about I all the things that day. were joyous. Did you get your dog a present? I did, uh, actually. I did I did get Otis a present. He, um, he actually was really good at opening his presents this year. I'll tell you one thing, actually, that made me laugh, and it's nothing to do with Otis, but... Jenna's mum's dog. Uh, she's really good at opening presents. Jenna's mum or Jenna's mum's dog? Jenna's mum's dog. <laughs> she's, she's really good. I mean, Jenna's she's got mum's really good thumbs. as well. Has she got opposable thumbs? No, but she knows to claw the paper until she gets what she wants out of it. So one of the things me and Jenna bought was like this stocking of like toys, treats and bits and bobs. And it had this squeaky red present in it. So we gave her the red present and she started trying to claw at that to open it thinking it was an actually wrapped present. Right, okay. <laughs> and it just made me... Made me laugh because I was dog, like, "That dog is hella clever." That dog is that dog knows to open presents. <laughs> exactly. Lol. The joke's on you. It's made of rubber. Exactly, and it squeaked. So oh, Janet's mum's gonna have a, a whale of a time with that one. That sounds like the my idea of hell. Mm. Um, okay, and who is someone you would like to give a shout out to? Someone who deserves. Could be anyone. Could be anyone. Someone who deserves like a little bit of like a little pat on the back for the good work they've done in the last seven days. I'm, if I was on, if I was, it was, if it was my week to answer, we're going to go back and forth on these. Yes. Do one each. Do one each week. Each one each time. episode. If it was my time to answer, it's not. So okay. save it. <laughs> just yeah, like, my, it's you, topical. You just me. It's supposed to be topical, isn't it? I, well, it's supposed to be like these are the things that have happened. It, my thing will be long in the past. You tell, you finish it, and then I'll tell you what mine will be, and then we'll move on. Well, no, you tell me yours because I'm sure I. There's someone I've got to think of, but they're, they're no longer alive anymore. It was a thing I saw. It was a news article I saw the other day that Americans, or America's oldest veteran, or oh, oldest known veteran. World War II. World War I. No, World War II. World War II veteran. He was born in 1906, enlisted, fought in World War II, died at 112. That is insane. Yeah, like the guy. I turned 28 just before Christmas. Yes. So he is, he's, he, he is four times as old as I am. <laughs> he was old. He'd seen Bro, some stuff. Like, he'd, he'd seen war. He'd seen the, the dance age. He'd seen, he'd seen like, the internet. The 90s. He'd seen the internet evolve. He'd seen phones become a thing. Do you reckon he was knocking about with an iPhone 10? Mm, I don't know. He's seen, uh, the More of a Samsung. Seen, he's a Samsung kind of guy. I don't know. The pictures I'd seen of him... Was he Richard dab? Overton's his name. He would dab? Richard, I don't was think he was. Was he flossing? I don't think he was a dab. <laughs> Looking at a picture. What a lad! He's like an absolute lad. Like anyone, anyone that wants to know what this guy looks like, Google Richard Overton. This guy is insane. This guy's a baller. He lived through segregation and saw 21 presidents in the White House during his time. 
That is crazy. That it's is crazy. insane. Shout out Overton. Man so, like Overton. I mean, rest his soul, but he's no longer with us. But that guy, what a dude. That guy killed it. So okay, then, so that's... Tell me yours. Well, Santa. What? You... Oh, okay. Why Santa? Think about the hard work he's just put in. Delivering no one, no one works as hard as him on Christmas Day. Do they? He's, oh, he's almost the only person. Do you working. think he just works Christmas Day, or yes. do you think he works? Hundred percent. Is it technically Christmas Eve night that he works? Because I mean, don't forget he's got to deliver to billions. Yeah, I saw a stat that said if if your kids are listening to this podcast, this is a moment to shield their ears. Yes, pause this. Pause right now and fast forward until eight minutes and forty seconds now. Um, they were saying that if Santa was to deliver to every house, he would have to do 800 and something houses a second. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but obviously Santa is completely real. Yes, I mean, we love Santa on Manifest Simplicity. He's our favourite. He's the, he's the ultimate minimalist. He only works one day a year. Okay, so some good news. Um, you want to go first or you want me to go first? Uh, no, I was quite interested in my story. I, I quite like this. I, I spotted this. So this looks good. This Vietnamese man was studying in, or is studying, should I say, sorry, in California. And he, he was over on Long Beach taking a little picture at a Christmas scene with his family. He's got his wife, he's got his kids. And they had a diaper bag and they, they took the picture in the excitement of the moment they've left. Um, and they've left this diaper bag there. Now, later on, these couple of good Samaritans, uh, I believe their name were Gabriel Ruiz and Gabriella... Go on. I, 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 that's a H. That, that J, I reckon... Haraguay? Haraguay? Yaragui, I think. Yarag... Gabriella. Gabriella. Gabriel and Gabriella. They came along and... Um, found the bag later that day while they were going to take a picture of the little Christmas scene that they had set up and found this diaper bag. Now, inside it, they found $5,000. The family's passports. They were all in his wife's, uh, his wife's purse. Now, they couldn't, they couldn't work any of the information out because uh, it was all in Vietnamese and they, they didn't speak Vietnamese, so they didn't mm. know these people. They couldn't find any dresses yeah. or anything. Mm-hmm. So later that night, Gabriella and Gabriella, or Gabriel, Went back to that address um, or that area uh, looking for the person to see if they came back. No avail. Next morning went back, no avail. So these people are then looking um, in the bag and they find a secret about where loads of papers and they actually managed to get in contact with the guy again. Um, and they, they rang him, went round to the house and the guy opens the door and he's literally shaking. Um, Is there a video? I don't think there was a video. No, there wasn't a video when I saw it, but the guy was literally shaking with excitement. Like, and they gave the bag back over, and he, he literally turned around and says, "Can I have? A, can I give you a hug?" Sick. Uh, and he was that excited. He wanted to give them a hug. Obviously, he he didn't want to be named, so I can't shout out the guy whose bag it was. But he, yeah, he was he was over the moon. Um, are, are you a hugger? I, I think I am. I think I am. I like I like a good hug, but I don't hug everyone. Oh, I do. Oh, I don't. I, I don't quite. I, I. My favorite people to hug are the people who, you know, they really, really want a hug, mm. but something about their character and personality always says, "No, I don't want one." No, no, no. no. Do you know like, any people like this? Uh, Monsieur King from work. Oh, uh, okay. He's great. He's great because you can tell he's kind of a little awkward about it, and then you give him one. Yeah, he does. He, he, he's he, one he, of he them loves that... it while he's there. Shambrook, he's the same. I don't think he does. Definitely don't think Shambhu. He might actually be the easiest. He's he's lovely. He's he's super talented guy. He's in a really cool band um, called Violet Orchid, um, and he is quite easy to wind up. 
He's one of those guys that you can just push his buttons. I'm quite good at pushing his buttons. You are very good at pushing And I can wind him up a lot, but I also do like to give him a big squeeze because he's a lovely guy. Um, so, like... Just, there was this bit at the end. So, yeah, on this, I've got it written down here. Um, one of the comments on the thing was, did they return the diapers? And the best reply to that was, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Diapers are nappies. Yes. Diapers are nappies. So, to just, the UK just rewind this to when the, when the story happened again. And just subtract the word diapers. Everyone's going to be word. like, oh my God, what They're the They're so diapers. American. What the heck is wrong with them? Okay. Wannabes. Wannabes. Uh, so my a piece of great news I saw. Um, I think um, I think this might be a few weeks old now, um, but Sweden are leading the line when it comes to um, sustainable uh, transport. So the world's first electrified road, which recharges the batteries of the cars as they drive along. Here. So. I mean, like, is it like an electric fence? If I was to stand on it, would I get electrocuted? No. Right, okay, so it's safe. Correct. Cool. The public road is, like, near Stockholm, and it has just over a mile of electric rail embedded in the road. Right. So... Like a wireless charger? No, like a Scalectrics. Oh, right, okay. So you attach this... I'm doing, a, I'm doing something visual, and you can't see yeah, it like because a this cable. is a podcast. Like yeah. a cable. You attach a little hook arm... To the, bo- to the bottom of your car. Right. And that feeds into your battery in your, in your car. So it like, do, yeah, but what happens when you reach the end of the road? Does it just detach? You'd take it off. So you, yes. So what you just told me is you have to get out of your car, attach the hook, drive a mile down the road, mm-hmm. get out of the car, get un- unattach the hook, and then carry on your journey. So yeah. is there not just a massive car park of everyone pulling up going, oh yeah, hook, yeah. <laughs> just carrying on their journey. Uh, yes, but in a Swedish accent. <laughs> um, well, yes, obviously, because it's just a like pilot scheme. They're not, ro- they're not rolling it out across the entire country yet. <laughs> right, but okay. if it works, why not have those things installed on every car? Can you imagine the road works in Sweden? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys, we're just, <laughs> we're just building the world's a, largest scale just electric. Just stalling a scale electric in the <laughs> don't, street. Don't worry about me. Oh, that would be cool. Though. Let's hope that the the, the Swedish uh, workers are, are work quicker than, than the UK workers. Are we going to bitch about? We're supposed to be spreading positivity here, Craig. I mean, I'm just saying a positive thing would be if they were more, if they were quicker. The I, Swedish people would be happier. So that's but, positive. Let's think about it like this, right? There's plenty of places where you walk into and you're like, these guys are stood around doing nothing. So I wouldn't be if. Okay, if every time you drive past one of those crews on the motorway, mm. or the freeway, the, the, free, the highway, um, they are stood around doing nothing. Most of the time. Because they're right? waiting for the other builders to do things. I get it. I get it. But the roads do get built. And the roads do, <laughs> the roads do get fixed. So it must happen eventually. I mean, it takes just me not, a long time. Just, to not, just not in the three seconds it takes you to drive past. <laughs> it takes me a long time to build a scale electric sometimes. <laughs> oh, so, God. I mean, good luck, Sweden. Good luck, Sweden. I'm sure, you, I'm sure you've got it covered. Um, and if not, just make some more furniture. You like your furniture. Yes, IKEA for the win. Do okay, you know? so today's episode, obviously, we are talking about the new year and new beginnings. It being the first of the year, um, we thought it apt that we would... Um, discuss this subject and talk about kind of setting goals and what the plans are for the new year. Um, have you worked out what your new year's resolution is going to be? Uh, carry on doing what we're doing. 
yeah. carry on minimalism, carry my journey going, carry yeah. on just bettering myself yeah. for me. No, no for no one no else. Sense. There's no goal. There's no time limit. There's okay. just carry on being a bad person. Okay, I'm I'm with you. I'm like, I'm not setting goals because I feel like sometimes goals, um, when you they give you the opportunity to fail, and I don't really want to fail at something that I really enjoy, yeah, doing, yeah, which yeah. is this kind of writing essays and managing a website and doing now doing a podcast. So my goal or like my aim for the kind of definitely the first half of this year before the summer comes around is to be really, really on this and to be kind of this making this my main focus for the first half of the year. Mm-hmm. When the summer comes around, I'm going to be racing again. I like to run a lot, so I'll be racing again. Running. Obviously, I'll be adding running into this, but I'd like to spend the first half of this year making this the like main goal. Yeah. Um, and with that in mind, do you want to read um, this essay, Beginnings, that you've written? I just, I'm, I'm, I'm ex- I've, I've given it a read, and I really, really like it. We're not going to read all of it, because obviously we don't want to um, give the game away. It. And what we will do is we'll link, um, we'll link to it, and we'll tell you where you can track it down. Yeah, so this is something I wrote... Um and have written recently. Uh, It's just something that I was a little bit more passionate about. And so here we go. We tell ourselves at the end of each December that we're going to start going to the gym more. We're going to spend less and we're going to save more. But do we ever complete these goals? Or rather, do we fail in the first three weeks? Companies entice us in with their free signups and lower prices, but they don't actually care about the promise you made to yourself to become a better, more motivated person. They're more interested in your money, your time, and your attention. Start by tackling the habits and the behaviours preventing us from completing these goals in the first place. Start with something small, start simple, and you'll be closer to creating that new you in no time. There's no rush to do any of these things. You've got another 12 months before we begin to tell ourselves we must start over again. Getting ourselves into a routine of doing something can be daunting. Try telling yourself that what you're trying to achieve is easy. Trick your mind into thinking you're going to have no trouble in creating this habit. This is something I did when removing social media out of my life and start to focus more on my writing and improving my focus. Six. So you go on to talk about your kind of um, how you how you got yourself to a place where you felt comfortable going cold turkey with your Facebook and your Instagram and your Twitter, and it's mm-hmm. something I'm something I'm thinking about doing in the new year is I want to do social media dry January. Okay. Probably not a great idea when you're launching a podcast. Probably not. But, but I mean, your, your own personal one. I mean, it's different. I'd be happy to have a Twitter, maybe not a Facebook, but like maybe a Twitter and an Instagram in relation to in, in, in Manifest Simplicity, but it would literally be a couple a, a post once a week, twice a week, every other day maybe, whatever, yeah. just advertising it, putting it out there, but I'm not putting personal things up. So yeah, yeah, my yeah. friends can still catch up with me. My yeah. family can still catch up with me. I, there aren't mass amounts of things that I've done every day on there. So. Mm. What I might do is just put my email address up and be like, if you really need to get in touch with me this month, email me and I'll get to it when I'm available. Mm. I don't want, what I don't like, I actually have all my notifications turned off, which makes life a little bit easier. Yeah, but what honestly. I don't like is this kind of weird automatic opening of Instagram mm-hmm. and this automatic opening of, I used to have Twitter, I used to be a big, big Twitter user. Um, I don't like the fact that my brain works out where the app is in my phone and mm-hmm. then opens it automatically. So I'm just going to delete it. I might even delete all my content and start again. I'm not completely sure. But I feel like the, what you've written here is massively helpful because it talks about you're kind of not wanting to 
put too much pressure on yourself, but also there are a few things you can do in order to make your life a little bit easier. Yeah. I mean, then you've also talked, which I really liked, about the effects of doing those things, mm -hmm. um, about what changed and what came up that kind of surprised you. And then you've, you've knocked out these five tips. Um, you want to give those tips a read? Because I feel like they were really, really important um, for me. So... Um, about uh, yeah, making mistakes and and checking checking in with yourself. Get those tips. I think the tips are a, are, are a big one. Let's shoot those off just so people catch it. Yeah, of course. So like, I mean, mistakes will happen. You've just got to learn from them. And uh, we all fail in order to improve. So I mean, the first time I tried writing wasn't very good. Kept going, kept going, kept going. Feedback, made mistakes, and I've gotten to the point where I've improved, and that's relevant in the you know uh, in the feedback I've had and things, which is good. And, and a thing that helped me with that was point number two is using friends and family as a support network. Mm. Taking it on alone can be tougher because we are our harshest critic. 100%. Uh, I criticize myself all the time when I'm writing and I'm like, oh, that's terrible. I've, I've waffled. And there was one thing that I was told in school that my teachers always said was like, waffle, 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 waffle. So whenever I write now, I'm always like, have I gone off on a tangent? Let me check. Yeah. Uh, so using friends and family as a support network for that helps loads. Mm-hmm. Starting out small and finishing big. Huge. So, absolutely yeah, massive. Massive one. So create small habits in a twenty in 21 days. So it, it only takes, I, I talk about this a little bit in the article, but it talks about having 21 days just to create a habit. So starting small, create that small habit in the 21 days, and that'll create a massive impact on your life. So I started writing more and more and more, and I, I've gotten into the point now where I've been trying to do it for 21 days in a row. Um, and even if it's something small, I might write a paragraph here, a paragraph there, but I'm trying to get into the habit of doing it more and more. So when I come to do it, big picture, I've got all these articles I've written, and I can be like, oh, wow, okay, cool, let's look back on those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, checking in with yourself regularly. If you weren't happy uh, with our progression, find the distractions that are stopping you from being happy and eliminate them. Mm -hmm. So things that were distracting me for a while, uh, I mean, I like to play on my Xbox a lot. Mm -hmm. I cut that out. Literally tried to cut that out, bro. That's uh, why Instagram's got to go. Yeah, it's like, so unhealthy. Those things are that it's as particularly with social media. It's literally just a tool for you to compare compare yourself to other people. Yeah, like everyone. I think it might even have been Gary V, who who's kind of one of these inspirational, um, kind of motivational guys. He's on a YouTuber, Instagram. isn't he? Yeah, well, popular. he does. Lot, yeah, lots of YouTube. He's like super prevalent on uh, on Instagram, um, but he was saying that like. You can't judge your status of someone else's journey, like where you are in the journey. They might just be further ahead. Mm -hmm. um, so you, and that's what Instagram does to me. It's like, oh, that person's running more miles, or that person's website has got this many views, and we just started ours, and there's no one on it. Um, and it makes you feel terrible about your yes. progress. So yeah. anything that can kind of distract from what the actual point is, the point is for us to be kind of working on ourselves. Yeah, and if. Sharing if, those experiences. Yeah, and if that stuff gets in the way of us doing that properly, then just, yeah, you're 100% you're, you're right. Eliminate that shit straight yeah, away. Yeah, it, it needs to go. It needs to go. Uh, and then that links back to point two, where you use your friends and family as a support network to do correct. that thing. Correct, correct. Uh, and goals are ongoing in life and take time. Don't think, like, go back to your point about Gary Vee, like, don't think... I mean, we're, we're fans of uh, Josh and Ryan, uh, the minimalists. Like, we... I mean, we'd love to be like them in the future and as popular as them, but and as red, but we don't we don't expect that to be happening in the next twelve months. That's yeah. going to take. And, and, those and, guys have been doing it for years. And also, like I, 
I'm I don't want to be them. I want to be. You want to I want to be. I want to be me. Well, I don't know. I don't even know if I do. I what I would quite like is to kind of inspire some people to reassess the way they live. I don't. I don't particularly want to. We're not doing this for fame. Like, yeah, that's like not I, why we're doing. I'm this. literally. What I don't want is for people to think, "Oh, those guys are kind of. Um, they're very interesting, but it's not really. Um, it's not really inspiring me into change, or it's not really. It's not really something that's for me. Like this kind of stuff, obviously. That with the things that we're talking about about intentional living and kind of being more. Um, being more, yeah, like mindful of what's going on in your life and how you have control, um, it applies to everyone. I don't, I'm not looking for a million followers on Instagram. The only reason I would like a million followers is so that a million people can hear this message, can hear that there is something that like, no matter the amount of shit you're going through, there's something that can keep you in a, in a place where you're in control and you're in a place of like perpetual happiness. I don't, I don't, I don't profess to be the guru. And I know there are plenty of people who, like you said, have been doing this much longer, much wiser, much better writers than we are, much better at kind yeah. of, and, and that's great because there's people we can look at and go, oh, that's such a cool thing to be doing. How does that apply to us and how can we help it apply yeah. it to other people? I get, I get it. I get that. Oh, there's two guys who, who met at work and are now starting a website and a podcast about minimalism. Yes. People are going to go, oh, you mean like Josh and Ryan? No, 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 no. These are two British guys from the Northwest in, in England. Um, it's not, we're not, we don't want to be them. We want to be us. But yeah. if, if there's an audience out there, right, they get to hear what we're talking about. Yeah, if no one listens to it, I don't care. I don't care if no one listens to this podcast. I mean, it's an experience for us. As I mean, and this is this is another thing I mentioned. Is like, don't expect to see results immediately, but use the motivation to chain and the habit to continue achieving the goals. Hundred so percent. Our motivation is exactly what you've just said, and will create the habit that just keeps us going forward. And that's forward. it. Like I, I'm, I'm not here to, like I said, I'm not here to reach a goal. Nope. I'm here to to go on this journey of bettering myself and to help as many people on the journey of bettering themselves in the process. There is no answer. There's no end. That's, um, uh, so I got this book for Christmas by a guy called David Goggins, who's like a ex Navy seal. The name rings about it. He, he did like a load of ultra marathons and stuff. Um, he is absolutely insane and I'm, I'm really excited to get into his book, but he was talking on a podcast with Joe Rogan about, um, the reason people give themselves an excuse to not do things because they are scared about the end. But like he was saying, there's no end. Like there's not, there's no completion. It's not like, Oh, I've won minimalism. I've won. I've won. Oh, it's a constant self, constant self-improvement. Yeah. It's like, there is no, there's, Oh, I've completed self-improvement. Yay. Now I can learn to do this or like that. You, there is no end to the journey. You, you kind of, you might hit milestones along the way, but there's no point where you're like, cool, now I get to rest. Yes. No, 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 no. It's a constant, constant, constant battle. And that's where goals, like I mentioned in, in the article, like we fail in the first three weeks because we're like, cool, in January, I'm going to hit the gym three, four times a week. Yeah. And then when we don't do that, yeah. we're like, oh, I failed. Oh, well, just carry on. Yeah, partly you set yourself up for small. failure. You set yourself up for failure by setting too big a goal mm. or... You limit yourself by setting too small a goal. I don't want us to say, right, well, we'll be happy when 5,000 people listen to this podcast. Well, then when we, oh, there is no end. There is no end. 
I just read a thing. Sorry, I looked up David Goggins while you were talking, and uh, he's a, he's the former world record holder for yes! the most pull-ups done in twenty-four bro, hours. Bro, he did like how I'm, many did he do? Bro, look it up. I think he did like I'm not gonna I'm I'm not gonna throw the number out there. I think he did eighteen thousand. Wow, he's a neighbor seal. Crazy. Yeah, he's a uh, he's a killer, bro. World um, pull-up record. He did on September twenty-seventh, two thousand twelve. After six and th- uh, after six hours and thirty minutes in Goggin, they completed two thousand and eleven. Uh, yeah, yeah, he failed the he failed the first time. Pull-ups. Halfway to the record, he failed the first time. Go down a bit. Uh, to, uh, he uh, by nine fifteen p.m. after thirteen and a half hours, he completed another one. Oh, 2013 success he did. He completed 4,025 pull-ups in 17 hours. He was at third attempt, he did it, third time looking. 17 hours of pull-ups. That is insane. I don't even think I can do one pull-up. I can maybe do one and a bit. <laughs> I can I can run. I am running. I am running. Big, Shout out Pillsbury. Big gump. Big gump. Um, yeah, there is no end. And... and but the joy is that there is always chance for a new beginning. 100%. Like the new year is is obviously super exciting. There's lots of things that people are looking forward to next year, uh, this year, 2019. Um, but don't don't set yourself a goal that's unattainable. But equally, don't set yourself a goal that limits you. There's so much that is possible. There's so much more out there, and there is no end. So don't go. Oh, I'm going to go to the gym three times this week. If you want to go to the gym seven times, go to the gym seven times. But if it's healthy, if you, but you are right, starting small is the, is the best yeah, way to go. Set yourself set, once a I, week. I would like to go, I'd like to write one hour a day, or I'd like to read or write for one hour a day. Yeah, Perfect. Yeah. You're there. And, and, and any, any step forward is a step towards something better. Yeah, for like one month. So January, you could say, right, I want to go to the gym one time a week. And mm. then February, two times a week. And yeah. then... March three times a week, and then you could just be comfortable with three times a week, and then you've got into that routine. But yeah. by then, twenty one days. By then, you've created the habit. So creating the habit, and then if you fall out of that habit, because obviously we have holidays, we have time away, yeah, we yeah. have commitments. But that stuff's that you stuff's, can start that habit again easily correct, because you've yeah. done it once. Before. That stuff's not that stuff doesn't mark the end of oh no I failed. It's like a hurdle. It's some you can see half term coming up in your calendar. It's the same time. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have my boys for a week without them going to school. That means that the time I would normally be doing running and writing on a Friday or on a Monday, I'll have both my kids to look after. I can see that coming, adapt for it, mm, and wow. then and then move forward afterwards. There, it's not people give themselves an excuse to get tripped up. I really want to interview um, Anton. Motivation. Bro, that guy. If you're if you're looking for someone to follow on Instagram who's who's not one of these like crazy motivational people, but makes you want to go and get your ass in gear. Anton Eats Plants, he's called on Instagram, and he is a killer. Um he is one of our friends from work and he's down working um he's working in Birmingham at the moment. Mm. In the, in Birmingham at the moment. Um we're looking forward to having him back because that guy motivates the hell out of everyone else. So Anton got there's a, there's another lad we work with um and a little bit older than Anton, a little bit. That's been nice. Uh, <laughs> he he got oh. him going to the gym regularly for like 4 months or something like that wow. until he fell out of that habit. 
Sheer laziness. Shame on you, Fez. Shame on you. Oh, Monsieur Fez. He literally got him. I think it was, it wasn't New Year. Just gone, it was a New Year before. So 2017, the start. Yeah. Fez went to... Oh, yeah, I heard. He lost loads of weight, right? He, He... Honestly, he was in. He was eating healthy. He was do. He was looking good. He was motivated. He was happy. He yeah. was active. And then I don't know what changed, but he fell out of it. And I mean, we we still we still joke with him now about it. But that change in Fez was absolutely ridiculous, and that was because of Anton. Yeah, that guy's like, crazy. He motivated him to go, and to the point yeah. where Fez got a personal trainer, was Ooh. going to the gym a few fair few times a week, yeah. feeling good about himself, taking. Yeah. A progression picture once a month at the, at the end of every month, so he saw the progress. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's like, another good point. Insane. Like, I something I like. I've never been a gym kind of guy. Like, I I'll I'll go and run, um, and I'll maybe like at a stretch, I'll knock out some stretching and yoga and stuff. Yoga's a good one. I like yoga. But yeah, I'm 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 down. I'm down. Um, but I'm I'm not really a gym kind of guy. One thing I do like from the kind of gym culture is the is progress. Yes. I like the way that people track progress. Everyone knows what their one rep max is. Everyone knows what their kind of um, where they where they were and where they're where they're going. Is it your PB, your personal best? Personal best. Like, that's oh, a, what's your PB, bro? Yeah, that's a running thing as well. Um, but yeah, like your your they're constantly measuring, and I think that's something that's really exciting. Because, yes, you get to see progress. Um, and it gives you perspective. It's like, oh, I can, I can lift... Like, I'm just going to throw out some arbitrary numbers. I can lift 125. And then you see a guy lifting 225. And you're like, oh, like, I am shite. Like, I am shit compared to that. But then when you look back at your progress... Yeah, and you're like, you I, couldn't lift one, I couldn't lift 50 six months ago. You, you, it puts all of your work and your kind of progress into context. And I think that's something really interesting about the, mm. the progress pictures world. I won't be post- posting any progress pictures um, because um, no one wants to see pictures of me without any clothes on. <laughs> are, they really full, are they full naked? Uh, are progress pictures full naked? No, I don't think so. I mean, they may be the personal ones. I don't think you'd, you, most people would post those. Although Anton's a good-looking lad. Um, no, no, I'm not, <laughs> not going to sit here and tell, tell listeners how buff Anton is. Anton's already got the lady game under locks. Bro, he is a, he is a, he is a man and a half. I think Anton's told me at least five times and I've worked with him don't out, five don't, years. Don't out him on the podcast. No, like he's going to be, a, he's going to be a better person and oh, he's going to be a good boy as he calls himself and he's never, he never is. Well, I feel yeah. like I feel like there's a. Yeah, I feel like he's he's yeah. he's torn. I feel like he's torn. But he's a great guy. He's a cool guy. We'll get him on the show at some point. Um, Anton eats plants. Uh, is he ant eat plants? I think it's ant eats plants. Ant eats plants. He's super vegan, um, and the guy can lift all the stuff. So, boy, big boy, um, cool, super happy. How do you feel about new beginnings? I'm excited. I mean. 2019, I'm not, New Year comes and goes for me, like midnight literally comes and I'm like, cool, me and Jenna are like, cool, it's done. Yeah, I, it's, and then I'm, it's one of the, it's one of the most anticlimactic nights of the year. Yeah. Like, I feel like at Christmas, like you go to sleep, well, when you're a kid, you go to sleep, you wake up and your presents are there and you're like, what? Whole day of fun. Whole day of like, yeah, of, 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 of food and family. But the, uh, the, 
um, the New yeah New Year. New Year's. Uh, the fireworks go off, yay! And you wake yeah, up, the dream, you, yeah, everything's, the ball, everything's like, the yeah. same. <laughs> you're like, oh, my life is con- continuing, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but yeah. don't worry, I'll be going to the gym a lot more often now. Yeah. I, I have a, I have a, I have a big issue with New Year, New Me. Yeah. This phrase that people chuck out on on social media. I mean, it, new I, year. It's not a new you. I'm 27. It's the same I, you I, with I, a better attitude. That's I all just, it is. I can't get my head around. I mean, that's been a, a thing as long as I can remember. Like it's, it goes back to my early teens, if not pre-teens, where I'm like, oh, my family were like, oh, so what's your resolution? What are you doing? And I'm like, I don't know. I just felt the pressure to have one. Yeah, I had one, and now yeah. I'm like, no, I don't. Don't need that. Yeah. So. I think, I think, I mean, set goals, yes. 100%. Don't say the same thing every year. I mean, I looked up a statistic when I was writing the thing and I was like, what are the most common New Year's resolutions? Um, Exercise, eat less, save more money. Top three. Really? Top three. And at least, I feel like at, that, at least five people I've spoken to the last week have said, oh, I'm going to go to the gym more, I'm going to eat more, I'm going to eat better, I'm going to become vegetarian, I'm going to yeah. save money and pay off all my debts. You know, fair play to those people, but that's, I mean, you're, but setting, I, but you're setting the, the same goal every my, time. My other thing for that is that you can set yourself that goal every month. 100%. You don't, you don't, it's, a, doesn't mean it's an ongoing lifestyle new choice. goal. It just, it literally means. It's not a new year, it's the same you with a better attitude. Yeah, a new year is a, is a good time to start and you go like, we are releasing this podcast in the new year. Yeah. It's our project, it's our long-term goal. It's yeah. not, oh, in six months, yeah, we did it, it was all right. Yeah, but I think the habit thing is massive because if you can set yourself that that goal every month, it then becomes a like thing that you do and then it becomes a habit and it kind of will happen almost autonomously where you can say, look, I'm, gonna, I'm going to the gym on these days, I'm going to... Eat, I'm, when I do my big shop for the week, I'm going to buy good stuff instead of bad stuff. Yeah. Put yourself in a position to succeed to start with, and then make sure you're saving a little bit of money. Oh. If you set, your set, set, set yourself that goal at the beginning of every month instead of just at the beginning of the year, you A, give yourself a chance for a little bit of bend because you know you're going to start the goal again the next month. Mm. Oh, I, did, I missed one day at the gym. Who cares? Go tomorrow. Yeah. I, I Don't had, see that as a failure. Yeah, that's see not that as a failure. Well, I took the day I did. Look at the things you did with that day. Okay, cool. So I did this, I did this, I yeah. did this, I did this. Oh, cool. Well, actually, I made use of that day. I will go to the gym tomorrow. Yeah, there's, there, there, there is no failure. There's only steps backwards. And as long as you take more f- forward steps than you take backward steps, you're moving in the right direction. Exactly. Um, 100%. 100%. Um, my, um, if anyone does want to join me for a... Um, dry January from social media um post it all over your Instagram I'm kidding don't do that because you've 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 deleted your Instagram yes yes now I don't know whether I want to delete the entire account or I just want to remove everything from it so I haven't deleted it I mean Facebook is gone but my my if you're listening to this podcast and you still have a Facebook account reassess your life yeah like that that thing was becoming I'd wake up in the morning I'd be like cool scroll 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 Get ready, eat my breakfast, scroll, 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 scroll. On and Facebook? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this was four years ago, five years ago, yeah. whatever it was. Five years. Wow. Nearly five years now. Wow. Facebook. Five years sober. Um, <laughs> sorry, Zuckerberg. <laughs> but I mean, the, the thing that does annoy me is I was still using WhatsApp. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I got rid of my WhatsApp last year. Well, this I, year? I still speak to my like certain friends and family on WhatsApp, so I only communicate with them on that, so I yeah. keep it. Mm-hmm. I wish I didn't. I've started using Telegram recently. So Telegram? Yes. 
And is that just WhatsApp but with a different name? Basically, like the, I the, feel like the I, one coded in Swift, the one coded, I want to say Java, um, and the Swift ones just a little bit more smoother and stuff. But it's just another message. What you just said, and it must have hit my fridge because it flew straight over my head. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, code. Is that code? Coding. That's coding. Yeah, that's okay. coding. It's coding language. I don't know anything about coding. If you're, if you're, I mean, I'm not. You don't. Please don't <laughs> read. I say, if you've got questions about coding, just uh, send them to Craig and be no, sure. Craig please, will definitely answer them for you. Please don't do that. Um, if I, you do, I will get everything wrong. Your computers will be broken. Do you know? Um, what I I got for Christmas. I got six books, an aftershave, and a DVD player. A DVD um, player. Yeah. <laughs> you failed to mention that one. Faith, Faith, uh, Faith's family got. Uh, me and the boys a DVD player so we can watch the Harry Potter series on DVD nice did they um, buy you the Harry Potter series or do you already own the Harry Potter well, series well me and Luca went on a little mission and we went Luca's my son one of two and we went round a we went on a like loop of all the charity shops where we live right. and we just went and tried to track down as many Harry Potters as possible and now we have the full set boom how so, many charity shops in before you were a, bit, a little bit disheartened that you um, we one? went to we went to three before we found one and then we found three Oh, right. So it kind of made up. Yeah. For the other two. Um, and then we were one film short. And was it like a middle one or was it like an end one? It was a middle one. Right. We were missing um, The Prisoner of Azkaban. Shout out to Harry Potter fans. Um, was that like the third one? Mm, yes. I feel it. Philosopher's no. Stone. Yes, it is. Um, Chamber of Secrets, Prisoner of Azkaban. Boom. Goblet of Fire, best one. Boom. Goblet of Fire, the rest. Um, so yes, and we got so I got a, a, loads of books and a DVD player, and um, I can't remember what I was talking about. Something about books. What was I going to say about you books? got books and the DVD player for Christmas? Books, Face Family Boy, so you could watch the Harry Potter series. Yes, 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 yes. Lots of books. Now, what? Now, this is what I was saying about New Beginnings. Okay. Um, my plan. I'm. I want to read all of those books before the end of 2019. Mm-hmm. Doable. Doable. However, I also have people waiting to take those books off me when I finish them because what that means is very much like that book I just lent you. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what I, I needed someone going, oh, my God, when are you going to lend me that book? When are you going to finish that book? Because then in my head, it's like flaming heck. I need to finish this so that I can, so yeah, that other yeah, person yeah. can read it. Um, the, the, um, the thing with the books is that they're, some of them are huge. Oh, okay. That David Goggins one is going to take me probably four or five months to read. It's massive. But some I, of them are quite short though, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I got this one. This is my favourite one I got. Um, it's called Make Your Bed. Um, we're going to talk about this probably in a later episode. But, yeah, wow, that's how many pages? How many pages do you reckon? Looks pretty small. Right? Uh, yeah. 128 pages. Oh, wow. It's like, not even worth it. More than that. You can read that on the toilet in one sitting. Uh, but yeah, like there's there's people waiting for them already, so it kind of is a little bit of a motivator to actually get out. Yeah, there yeah, yeah. but um, but you don't want to feel too much of a pressure to to rush read them and not. I like enjoy pressure. Them. You need to enjoy them. I like pressure. But you need to enjoy those books. I'm gonna don't worry about that. Oh, good. Yeah, I like pressure. I'm yeah. someone that if if someone's like, oh, okay, got to do this, got to do that, got to do this. I'm like, I feel the pressure. I'm like, whoa, calm down, calm it, arm it. I want to enjoy reading this book. Okay, so. Let's do our Ask Reddits for today. Okay. Yeah, no, that's good. You want to go first or you want to go second? You've been going first so far. You might as well continue the trend. Let me continue the trend. Um, 
So we're gonna so, go through. We're gonna go through um, our favorite subreddit, which is Ask Reddit, and answer each week um, two questions from it. One that we select each, um, and then have a little discussion about our favorite answers and the and how we would answer the question. So yeah, Craig, I mean, you're we, first. we both spend quite a lot of time on Reddit, um, especially Ask Reddit. And I spotted this question the other day, and it actually made me laugh a little bit. It reminded <laughs> me of something I did years ago, and it was Reddit. You've already had your 15 minutes of fame, and if so, what was it? So Reddit, have you already had your 15 minutes of fame? If so, what was it? What the heck is this first one? Um, so I, I've got this saved. Uh, bear with me two seconds while I bring this up. So I saw this post, um, and I wanted to read what people's answers are. That, that's what we quite like doing, seeing what a funny things are and what interesting bits there are. Now, this guy called Andrew Algerian, Oh yes, oh, sick name. Shout out, boy. And um, when I was a toddler, my dad was being interviewed at my house about the whole DC anthrax thing because he worked with some of the people involved. Now I looked this up, and I think it was something to do with anthrax attacks being posted around in America in two thousand and one. Uh huh. So I mean, this was two thousand and one. So I interrupted the interview and asked, "Daddy, what is anthrax? Can I eat it?" They put me on air, and I became a local meme. <laughs> So this guy, as a toddler, was so seen on, on television asking his dad if he could eat anthrax. That's and it just made me laugh. Um, and, and the answer to that question is, yes, you can eat anthrax. Someone offers you anthrax, take a big, healthy handful of that stuff no. and eat it. Because it is super good. Theo Vaughn, who's one of my favorite comedians, my, my top comedian of 2018, Theo Vaughn. If you like um, the American Southern accent and ridiculous humor, Theo Vaughn is the man. He does a podcast called This Past Weekend, and he has a separate video series on his YouTube where he um, opens listener mail. Oh, right. So he'll open up letters and boxes, and people send him gifts and no, stuff. No, it's anthrax, did they? It's so funny, but he calls that that video series the Anthrax Challenge. <laughs> wow. And then at the end of each video, he's like super disappointed that no one sent him anthrax. <laughs> wow. It's ridiculous. Um, so I mean, I I. So when was your listed, fifteen minutes of fame? Well, I've listed it here, and it was I was once on Sky News. I was so I was up in Edinburgh for the Hogmanay, as they call New Year Hogmanay. They have this big celebration on the Royal Mile, fireworks at the castle, everything. And I was once on Sky News uh, at New Year because this guy was being interviewed by Sky News um, f- because he was Californian. So they picked up on his accent. They were like, "Oh, hey, you know, why are you over here? What what's brought you over to Edinburgh?" And he's like. Say how much he loves Edinburgh, he loves Scotland, loves you know, the, the atmosphere, the environment and stuff. And I'm just literally stood behind him for the entire <laughs> you see interview. Uh, I don't know if it's still available, but one of um, one of the people I was with recorded it on their TV. But wow. I, don't, I don't have the video anymore. God. But I was literally shouting, chicken dippers, <laughs> the, the entire time. <laughs> While, while he was being interviewed. Oh, God. And it's just this guy from California being interviewed about loving the Hogmanay. He's not a celebrity. And I was going, chicken dippers. Um, no, he wasn't a celebrity. He was just a random dude from what? California. I ended up speaking to him afterwards, and he was saying how much he hates being on the beach at New Year. He loves, like, Scotland and... Cold weather. Cold, and the, but everyone having a laugh and getting together and enjoying some beers in some pubs, some fireworks. Like, just loves the whole so thing. Funny. He'd rather be there than in... Than in uh, California, so. bro. Why? Why was chicken dippers the thing to shout at that point? I think I was at least 
six strings deep at this point. Okay. Uh, so I don't think, I think earlier on in the evening there was a conversation around chicken dippers and it was the first thing I thought, <laughs> oh this God. is going to be hilarious. Bro, you're better than that. You're better than chicken, chicken dippers. dippers. I mean, I am now. There's, I mean, this was what we're talking about six years or so ago. So maybe New Year 2012, 2011, potentially. And do you have any, do you, have you, and have you been interviewed on TV a few times over New Year or is it just that one <laughs> no, time? Just that one time <laughs> and I thought, I know. Chicken nippers. What's your New Year's tradition? Uh, I mean, I tend to stay in now. Um, uh, Jenna and the dog, we, we stay in. Um, Does your dog hate fireworks? He's not too bad with fireworks. He's quite well behaved. Um, he, he does get annoyed when he hears a neighbour opening the door on their apart- in our apartment block. Like He's like, what is that? So he's really, Who are you? He's really passive-aggressive. But if we <laughs> open our door, he's like, nah, it's fine. He's Mom right. and dad, pff, they're cool. All right. Yeah, like it, it's weird what he barks at, but yeah. he does get really grumpy. Yeah. So I feel like your dog and my boys have similar attitudes. <laughs> <laughs> they're fine with what they know, but when they don't know yeah. something, they're like, screw you. 100%, literally 100%. So funny. Luca meeting new people is the most hilarious thing. It just hits them. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's great. He's great most of the time. He's really, really well behaved. He's awesome. But if he if you introduce him to someone new, he just goes crazy. He's really shy. Starts hitting me. Starts hitting them. Um, but then then like it kind of obviously he calms down and just uh, it's like, he's normal again. But that just just your dog and my children are the same kind of attitude. Wow, that is crazy. Um, yeah, New Year's. My New Year's. My my dad has a New Year's tradition that he um, the first thing he'll do on the New Year is go for a wee. Really? Yeah. Why is that his tradition? Where yeah. did that come from? Has he yeah. ever told you that? Yeah. So he literally will be like, Happy New Year to everyone. Everyone will be hugging and drinking. And my dad will be like, Right, just going for a, my New Year wee. <laughs> and he'll literally like exit the building. Or Why? Yeah, literally just go for a wee. <laughs> what if he's not there at all? <laughs> no, he's never stopped him before. <laughs> never stopped him before. That guy That guy will... Uh, wow. Yeah, he'll, 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 he'll wee on a, on a sleeping child. That's successful. He won't. He'll, don't think he'll, he'll find a toilet, that. everyone. I don't think he'll do that. That's um, not a thing. I don't, really, I don't really have a New Year's tradition. We did fireworks a few times at my parents' house. Um, and then we just, you, people watch it on TV. Hey, have you seen, oh, my days. Bro, on Netflix. Cool. And many, many other video provider <laughs> services are available. Keep this neutral. We're not sponsored by Netflix. Unless Netflix want to, you know, sponsor the podcast, then I'm happy to shout out Netflix okay. as much as you want. There's new Black Mirror available now. Um, the, on Netflix, they've got these countdowns for kids that you can play whenever you want. So, like, say at, like, 10 o'clock, you can put on the Madagascar New Year's countdown. Right. And it takes, like, 20 minutes or whatever. You put it on, and you say to the kids, oh, oh, the countdown's happening. King Julian goes, five, four. <laughs> that was a terrible King Julian impression. <laughs> but he counts down, the fireworks go off on the TV. You go, yeah, happy New Year. All cuddles and kisses. Right. You put your kids to bed, and it's, like, 9.30. <laughs> you can trick your kids. You can trick your kids to bed with Netflix. Wow. <laughs> Wow. So I, there's definitely a Madagascar one, which is probably going to be. Um, is there a Minions one? I imagine Minions is probably, huge. There's probably there a has to one. be a Minions one. Um, there's, a, there's definitely an Odd Bods. Shout out anyone who knows what Odd Bods is. If you're a parent and you're, you've not subjected your children to Odd Bods, it's the greatest show for babysitting your kids while you like take a shower or, you know, like just make a cup of tea and trying to regain your sanity. It's got the, the characters don't talk, but there's, and there's really cool music going on in the background. So you never really have to hear any, yeah, that's it. It's amazing. The characters don't talk. So there's no weird. Do they not even make noises? That's so a weird. little bit. You hear them go, huh? Hmm. Ah. 
but they never actually say any words and the music behind it's cool so it literally just sounds like they're listening to something quiet like death metal yeah. well <laughs> yeah so subject your children to death metal I'm sure they'll be happier <laughs> okay my one okay so my ask my ask Reddit question was and this kind of carries on from what we've been talking about about new year and habits almost as if someone had planned this podcast beforehand what is something small you can start doing today to better yourself so it's new year's day is it first mid- of january is it midnight or is it the morning after i've slept you i don't know i don't know when you're listening to this podcast so how the hell can i tell you when you, when it is what if someone's not listening check to the time day? okay everyone who's listening check the time that's what time it is, and that time is the time for you to start a new habit. Right, okay. So, this, um, this question is one of the ones that probably pops up quite regularly on Ask Reddit around this time of year. Yeah. What's something I could be doing to kind of... How do I improve life? Yeah, for the new year. Yay. Um, the one that comes up most is like, um, be more grateful, which I think is obviously great. Um, gratitude is obviously a huge thing to be, to be um, working towards on a more regular basis. Um, one that I've kind of taken hold of kind of before the new year um, is set a schedule. Okay. What I like to do um, on my work days is kind of less prevalent because I know I have to get up, have breakfast, go to work, work, come back, <laughs> do work, do whatever house stuff needs doing and then go to bed. That's fine. I've got that covered. But on my days off, I like to have a kind of set out schedule for the day Okay. so that if at any point I find myself watching TV, and just like dossing and doing nothing. Default back. Default. I can be like, oh, what am I supposed to be doing on the schedule? Oh, it says between 9 and 12, run and shower. Okay, cool. Let's go for a run and shower. If it says lunch, it's like, oh, cool. I'll remember to eat. I do. On days when I'm on, on days when I'm off on my own, I'll often get up, go for a run without eating, come home, write, go and pick up the boys from school and completely forget until dinner time to eat anything. So I have to put a thing in that says eat. And then once they've gone to bed, I've got like a bit of spare time again. And then at that point, sometimes it says do nothing. And then it's like you can give yourself license to watch TV. A little reward. Yeah, a little reward for for not throttling your children. Um, Yeah, so that's a super good one. And then the one that... um, I've, I've actually written an article about already um, is Make Your Bed, which is that book we mentioned earlier yeah. uh, by William H. McRaven, which is who, again, we're, we're talking about a lot of ex-Navy SEAL people today. Is he an ex-Navy SEAL? I think so, yeah. Let me have a look. Let me do a bit of research. William H. McRaven. Um, yeah, so this guy, basically, he did this huge speech at an American university. U.S. Navy retired. He did a huge speech at American University. He was United States Special Operations Command. Ooh-wee! He addressed the graduating class of the University of Texas. He was Admiral. Yeah, in 2014 on Commencement Day. Um, and he said that basically if you want to change, if you want to change your life in, in, the, in the long term, you've got to start by doing the things that are expected of you. Like when you get up, start by making your bed. Um, and this, this book, I'm definitely going to hammer probably pretty soon. Um, like I said, I've got someone waiting for it already. So um, start by making your bed. I feel like it's a good one because A, you've achieved a goal. B, you've uh, made your house look tidier. So you always feel better when things are tidy and neat. And then even when you get home and you've had a terrible day, you at least you come home to a bed that's already made. Interesting. Uh, it's just... Do you make your bed? 
I do, yeah. Does Jenna do it? Yes, we do. Well, we both. We, I mean, we're not... My mum's a bit of a clean freak when it comes to making the bed. So I used to make my bed as a kid and my mum would, even if it looked creaseless, my mum would go over, redo it, redo the bottom sheet, redo the bed, and it would look like a hotel. Has your mum ever worked in a hospital? No, ever. Never, ever. I wouldn't, wouldn't trust my mum anywhere near a hospital. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Just going to remove your appendix? Why are you up by my neck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, she's that type of person. Okay. Um, so... But, but I mean, she's instilled into me making a bed. Yeah. So I mean, I make the bed. Jenna makes the bed. We we recently bought cushions for the bed. I mean, within the last sort of eight months, six months, eight months. And Jenna was like, "Great, I'm now one of those people that puts cushions on my bed." But they make the bed look nice and they hide the creases. Okay. Well, some of them. We used to have in the summer holidays. We used to have um, like a. There's four of us, four kids in our family. We used to have a challenge over the course of the summer holidays to. Um, like, go out and do stuff. You'd get points based on things you did. And then at the end of each week, whoever had the most points would get a prize. Okay. So you'd get points every day for making your bed. If you made your bed and your room was tidy, you would then get... Points? Up to five points. Oh, wow, okay. So based on how tidy it was, Mum would walk around like an army drill sergeant. Four. In here. Mm, stuff on the floor. Three. Charlie's room. Wow. Every, very tidy. Five. Okay. Begrudgingly, five. <laughs> <laughs> Begrudgingly, um, no one wanted four months. Yeah, literally. Um, so I, I have done it, and then I didn't do it, and now I'm back on it. I feel much better about it. It's a very small thing to do, but it does make it does. It's, it's about getting that ball rolling on on making change in order to kind of move forward. Yeah, um, I mean so that's a habit. So I mean, sorry to go back again, but that, that's a habit. You build yeah, that yeah. habit small by yeah. getting the points and now yeah. it's just a thing that's instilled into you yeah. like, you uh-huh. can go a day without making your bed if you're in a rush and then the next morning you'll go okay cool I'll make my bed again because yeah. it's a habit you have yeah sick right so I mean yeah. anything else make, uh, make your bed set a schedule say thank you more often I like that one I say thank you an awful lot like even when driving if someone even lets me in boom thank you mm. like even if they've had to let me in thank you because it's just nice. I mean, I like being thanked when I'm driving. If someone flashes their hazards at me or they put their hand up and say thank you, I like that. It makes me I, feel like I've done a nice I, thing. I, also I, really, feel good. I really don't like it when they don't say thanks. I'm not really that like, I'm not like, oh, that's just so lovely. When they've said thanks, I just expect it. Right. I think what, what, this, what this is about, like about saying thank you more often, is about... Um, telling people that you appreciate them. Mm-hmm. To more personal than, yeah, than I think, generic thank Yeah, you. it's not... Obviously, it's you're, if you're a polite person, you're going to tell people thank you. If someone makes you a coffee, you'll say, oh, thanks. Or if someone, yeah, like holds a door open for you or grabs you your... Remembers to grab you a drink or I don't know what it is. Like, whatever. If you're a polite person, you're going to say thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm talking more about um, kind of, yeah, showing people that you appreciate them more... More than just cheers, mate. I think yeah, that, I that's think just it's generic. It's all, yeah. it's it's almost like a reaction than a, yeah. than a actually something that's meant. Yeah, it's I think. Like, oh, thanks. Yeah, I think if you can if you can um, be a bit more uh, intentional about it and make it a bit more of a thing than just saying thank you to someone. So not necessarily like I'm, I think not taking what someone's done for you for granted, being like, oh, thanks for doing that. Yeah. Really appreciate it. Yeah, exactly. It's slightly more than just cheers, mate. Because like the guy that gives me my coffee in the morning, I'll go, thanks. That's enough. 
it, but that's enough thanks. for that situation. I appreciate if, you doing that. If, Thank you. I don't if, need to say anymore. If every day he had your coffee waiting for you when you got there and yes. you just said, thanks, and walked off, then that wouldn't be enough. Yeah, because then he, he feels like, well, I've gone to this extra effort. I don't need to Correct. do this. What Why you need to do in that situation is personally. be like, dude, I really appreciate you having my coffee wait, ready for me. Makes me feel really valued. Makes me want to come back. I really like the way that you're, you're, kind of, you're caring about your customers. Then that, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking more about, yeah, like a, like a slightly bigger thing than just, thank you so much for, or yeah, cheers for that. Yeah. Or, or there's more, there's more out there. Yeah. Be nicer to people. Yeah, definitely. 100%. Right, so, if you find a bag that has uh, nappies in it, um, just, just um, probably just learn Vietnamese. No, Vietnamese. 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 We'll make it to now. Um, if you if you're starting a new habit, don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah, um, make mistakes. It's not a problem. It's not a problem. Not you can just problem. just just unmake them again and move forward. Um, and if you're living in Sweden, um, be prepared for electric roads or huge scale electrics. Is there going to be a big Swedish man in the sky holding down the button too hard and that, then they fly off on the corners? <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> I'm just picturing a Swedish chef right now from the Muppets. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, we had scale electrics once in our house. I Lasted think I about, had a set. Lasted about four seconds. Oh, right, okay. Probably flew off, smashed some of it in the shins, and that was in the <laughs> <laughs> Okay, cool. It's time for us to get back to the real world, um, but we'll see you um, on the website in January. You will not see Mick on social media, but you will you'll be able to still connect with us on the Manifest Simplicity Instagram, uh, which is at manifest.simplicity. Um, if you've enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a five-star review. That way more people get to hear the show, more people get to kind of hear the message. It's all, it's all about spreading and it's all about forward movement. So if you would like to give us a review, please do. If you're going to give us a one-star review, just don't bother because we just don't want those. Um, if you want to read more things we've written, check out the blog at manifestsimplicity.com. Uh, I think that's it. Anything else? No, I think we're good. All right. We'll cool. see you there. Bye. <laughs>